I'm all kinds of flustered right now. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Had an order this morning at a, an establishment. They said, uh, mobile order for Stefan. And, you know, <laughs> in my mind, I understand that there are people who might go by Stefan with my spelling of a name. But I feel like the vast majority is Stephen. I mean, I could be wrong. but um, I don't know. I feel like your spelling, um, like the King of England was King Stephan, I believe. Oh, really? You know, the, the one that was born in about 1092 died around 1154. Are, are you reading Wikipedia right now? Or are you, <laughs> are you really spouting this stuff? I'm a savant you just, of... You Google Stefan. 1,000... <laughs> okay. To be 1, honest, years of human I history? Googled Stefan, and oh, I'm okay, just following okay. link to link. So I, I, how far into the Jurassic Park series are you guys? We have not started uh, because mm-hmm. the weekend was spent watching another series I like to call Christopher Nolan's Batman. What? We where watched, did that come from? Uh, we own the Blu-rays, and right. my wife hadn't seen it for a while, and I had not seen it for a while, so we went back in, started with Batman Begins, did The Dark Knight, did The Dark Knight Rises, uh, watched it sort of like 75-year-old people who pause it every 45 minutes to use the bathroom or grab some <laughs> snacks, or it's too late in the night and we went to bed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to be able to sit a, watch a movie just in one sitting, never get up. And uh, it's not the case anymore. Right. I, yeah. I used to not like those people, but now I fear that I'm becoming one of them. But that series, yeah. they don't make superhero movies like this anymore. Mm. Uh, so did you, which, wait, did you, did you, did you go to uh, Batman v Superman after the Dark Knight Rises? No, I did. I wanted to leave the, <laughs> leave the taste in my mouth at Christopher Nolan. I, I actually wanted to watch you Dunkirk right after that, but the, mm. oh, the villains are so good. Compared yes, to very good, very what good. we watched for this time. Um, oh, yeah. uh, no, hold on. Wait, wait. No spoilers. Bane doing his. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't spoil the movie we watched, but the, like. Yeah. You were communicated by a gang of psychopaths. I am the League of Shadows. I'm here to fulfill Razagul's destiny. That was pretty good. I think that was your one. Where episode. are they? Amanda. Miranda Tate. You're there, Razagul. The shadows betray you because they belong to me. I give you permission to die. Anyway, those are great movies. Um, uh, A friend of mine uh, recently traveled to Iceland and actually went to the cliff where uh, Christian Bale and Liam Neeson like do their training uh, scene. Actually was at that cliff filmed in Iceland. Hold Uh, on a second. You yeah. may have stumbled on something glorious because I am connecting through Iceland on my way to the Netherlands in a week. Really? I'm going through Reykjavik. Oh, I don't know how, how far is it? it is away. I don't know how long my layover is either. I think whatever your layover is, you need to miss that second plane. <laughs> you get rescheduled for the next day and spend a day in Iceland. That's what oh, I think. Steven, have you ever been there? Steven, Steven, Steven. I fly into Reykjavik at 1.45 p.m. I don't fly out till 9 p.m. I have a seven-hour and 15-minute layover in Iceland. Oh, man. Steven. Nate, you got to get out of this is, airport. This is happening. I don't know how. I, don't, I hope that it's yeah, not so how, far away. <laughs> I mean, it's a smallish country, but I don't know if it's that small. Well, anyway, <clears throat> you got to let me know when you start the Jurassic Park series because uh, we did up to Jurassic Park 3. In which we have a listener suggestion to uh, to do Jurassic Park three as uh, one of the bad movies, and uh, it's pretty bad. We, and we need to talk <laughs> about this for a second. We okay. need to talk. Let's enter parent corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. we haven't talked about that, right? Because, uh, dear <laughs> listeners, Stephen texted me. I am watching. Um, the first Jurassic Park with my family and sends me a picture of a bunch of young children <laughs> gathered around. Yes. Uh, more children than you have, so I assume it was another family as well. Or was, you was, you actually rang like a cowbell outside the door and yelled, <laughs> Jurassic Park! Boom, Come, boom, children. Boom. We're going to watch Incredibles. And then I turn on Jurassic Park. Uh, 
<laughs> which music is still great in that movie, let me say. But uh, yeah, there were, there were kids had some friends over, and so there was a total of uh, five children, two of them not mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, my boys had wanted to see it. The other girls have actually already seen it, so they were well prepared. But uh, my nine and six year old sat there and and consumed the movie. So. The first Jurassic wait, Park wait, opens Repeat with, the ages again for our listeners. So my <laughs> two boys are nine and six. So here's what happened. <laughs> so the movie the movie opens with the raptor being transferred into its cage and then eating a, a guy. Like you don't see it, but it's it's pretty tense and there's like scared faces on all the guys. So sure. immediate, immediately after those first few minutes, my six-year-old was like, I don't think I want to watch this. <laughs> like, like pretty self-reflective. And I was like, well, it's not scary again for a while. So Wait just a hanging minute. There, not scary again for a while. It's not. Is, is it's that not. true? They, yeah, because they do the archaeology stuff, and then they go to the park, and they see the... You know the dinosaur hatches. They see the the brontosauruses. And, oh, you're you know, right. It does take nice, a while nice for right. yeah, And then you just have a velociraptor <laughs> spitting poison. You got raptors. Well, yeah. eating people. You got a so, tyrannosaurus rex eating guy off a toilet. You got a guy stomp chomping so, another guy in half. So we got to. So the first thing that happens is is the T Rex scene. You know the jeeps stop because there's a storm. There's a power outage. So anyway. Once the jeeps stop and it's night and it's raining, you know, I tell him, listen, if you want to bail, now is your chance because you're going to be traumatized after this. So he goes into the other room and he's going to do something else. So not nine-year-old sticking with it, okay, and the two girls who have already seen Looking it. over at you like, Dad. And they, and they and he keeps saying, like, stay, that's not scary. Stay. No, this isn't scary. This isn't scary. Yeah, I said, okay. Yeah, that's what right, I do sure. when I'm watching a scary movie. <laughs> this isn't scary. This is not real. Scary. Dinosaurs don't exist. Dinosaurs don't exist. Right. Uh, so, you know, the first casualty, the dude gets eaten off the, he's sitting on the toilet, you know, he gets eaten. Mm-hmm. And uh, all three children that are there watching laugh when that happens. <laughs> and I say, okay, you know, I, I understand that reaction. Maybe it's a little bit of a nervous laughter. Not sure what sure. to do. Sure. And no, so, but fine. but every, everyone seems okay. Good old toilet humor. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, we get to uh, Newman from Seinfeld, you know, getting spit in the face and the truck scene. Yeah. Uh, they, they seem okay then. And then and then I I step out of the room to do something else for a little while. I don't know, washing dishes or something, <laughs> leaving them in and the dark, and going no, no, to put on your raptor outfit because this is where the big scares come. <laughs> well, and I knew the kitchen raptor scene was going to be the the problem, and so I, I went out with the intention of being back for that scene. I got busy doing something, and by the time I got back, it was the very last moments of them escaping the park oh, and driving away. No. And so, and when I returned, my nine-year-old was like visibly like not sure what he had just <laughs> consumed. And oh, he, no. he was, he wasn't like, he kept saying like, that wasn't scary, but he was also, he was like, I don't know why I'm shaking, but that wasn't scary. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and so, but after the movie, everyone uh, went, went to, uh, to sleep. And, and no now problem. you're on nightmare watch, right? This is as right, his father. Right. Then you're thinking like, okay. Well, there's there's two there's two parts that could happen. You know, one they don't even get to sleep; they just you know can't go to sleep because they're imagining raptors in their closet or whatever, and so they just don't go to sleep. But that didn't happen. They went to sleep, and then uh, next morning, uh, no nightmares. Not even uh, my six year old who had saw the first raptor scene; like he was totally fine. So now they want to watch. They they want to see the second one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we previewed that. I'm not sure because I think that one might be a little more graphic. Uh, so we'll Ooh, see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't remember the second one too much. Well, there's the scene with all the little dinosaurs. You know, it's like a big group of small dinosaurs. You know, oh, kind of swarm that guy. guy. Yeah, they kind of swarm that guy. And and there's a scene where one of them is like grabbing his lip and like biting it and like kind of tearing at it. So it's a little more, it's a little more graphic and like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll I see. Like I remember being frightened by just as a, as a kid watching Jurassic Park, being frightened by things that are odd. Like I didn't like the, the kid getting, getting electrified from the fence. I didn't like that. That was yeah. I found that very unsettling. 
and Newman getting <laughs> spit on was also <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. How does and I think Samuel L. Jackson meet his end in that movie? Well, you never see it, but you just see his hand fall out of like a couple cabling and you know the lady's like oh i'm glad you're okay and she turns around and the hand isn't like attached to a body you know oh yeah I mean? the dismembered hand okay the, 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 the dismembered hand didn't seem to bother them you know i really think it was just the amount of suspense in the kitchen scene because there's a, there's a moment where the boy is like trying to pull down a drawer mm-hmm. and the, the raptor sees the reflection of the kid and the raptor runs mm-hmm. at the kid and my son like out of all the things, he was like, yeah, that was pretty tense. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yes. Father, that, that's father, that was a, a, <laughs> a fairly tense scene. I'd right. rather not do it's that one again. <laughs> so I might be a terrible parent. I don't know. But but not traumatized. So far, Wanting so to see good. the second one. Yeah, I will say, that, but again, that, that third one, we're going to have to spend an episode on it because it's pretty terrible. Just want to say. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, real quick question. How f- yes. far are your boys from watching Christopher Nolan's Batman? <laughs> I mean... Not, I just watched it. Not a lot of blood. Actually, no blood. Christopher so I Nolan feel like wanted to make it a little less gory. I feel like the Scarecrow character mm-hmm. and I think the Joker, too... Because they're such good villains, would be really problematic. Right. I th- I Putting almost, that pencil I up on the up on the table and shoving a guy's head through a pencil. Oh, mm, I forgot about that. And and just like the countenance of those characters, I think would be pretty disturbing. Um, and they're like real people. And so right. you know what the dinos the dinosaurs like, like before we started the movie, I was like, you understand that dinosaurs do not exist today. <laughs> like the one cannot you attack you in your bedroom. Well, that I know of. Very true. Right. And you said after so, that, it's like, what you really have to be scared of are feral raccoons. <laughs> now, they'll claw your face off in the night, but we and they're in much more course. smart, and they can climb through windows, but but, no, but dinosaurs, terrifying. No, you don't terrifying. need to worry about them. Um, yeah, I feel like those Batman villains would be terrifying. You know, Bane might be the... The less know, creepy of the three, the, probably, because yeah, he's just a big old buff guy. Right, but the, but there is a lot of close hand violence. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, okay. So maybe that is later. I did take my brother to see Batman Begins in the theaters back in the year, I believe, yeah. 2005. Right. He was younger than I. Um, I loved the movie. Um, he was traumatized by it and to this day <laughs> says he wanted to leave the theater and I wouldn't let him. So. Oh, my word. It has caused a schism ever since. I just want you know to reach out to like. my brother for the first time in in 13 years and just say, I regret nothing. <laughs> you sound like your mom I not wanting Batman. to. Uh, <laughs> you sound like your mom not wanting to uh, do a plain hamburger. So you're eating uh, those onions. I uh, no, I actually do regret it. So maybe that does come much much later. Um, maybe that is a late teen movie to watch. Well, that leads nicely into our conversation about this movie. Uh, would you let your kids, or did you let your uh, kids watch this movie? No, no, I did not. I consumed this uh, solo last night. Uh, my wife was uh, doing uh, stuff, and I had the kids, so they all went to sleep, and then I watched the 2011 movie Green Lantern, starring Ryan Reynolds. Did I get that year right? It was 2011, right? Ooh, I don't have it pulled up. I'm ill-prepared. Yeah, well, I don't either. I, I, I'm going off uh, my memory of looking at the IMDb last night. Yep, 2011. Yep. Uh, more recent than I remember. I felt I thought this was like uh, rose-colored glasses era, but uh, but no, no, 2011. Oh, so no, now, I'm so you, worried about your ratings now. We just started, and I'm already worried. You you had mentioned this movie that at any point in time you would talk about this movie because you had some deep feelings about it. Right, and I want- did not need to see this movie again because I have seen this movie twice. <laughs> that's not once that many in theaters, times. once. So that's like two times more than I should have seen this movie. Oh, okay. All right. Now, how long ago? Was that a long time ago, though? I watched it in theaters in 2011. Right. Yeah. Um, And then I probably watched it again uh, maybe two years ago. 
I think it made its rounds through the streaming services, I think. Oh, right, right. So you, you think you remember enough of it to uh, to have a I know this movie front this. to back. Absolutely. <laughs> Why this movie is like as opposed to other ones. I don't and know. It's it stayed twice. with me. I've had before we did this podcast. Well, and while we do this podcast, right. I have many spirited discussions about movies and i remember having an argument with my brother leaving the theater in 2011 so spoiler alert my brother and i are still friends even after batman begins (laughs) it's good and uh having a a big discussion over how much does green lantern need to understand how the things that he constructs with his ring how they work my brother's hypothesis is that he actually had to be able to conceive like the parts of the chainsaw that he created or the car. And that's why it was limiting him because he needed to know how these things worked in order to imagine them. And I said, that is bullocks (laughs) that (laughs) he can just, he knows that a plane flies. He doesn't need to know the propeller part of it and to this day my, bro- my brother holds to the no he must understand how it works in order to be able to project it I, well i think i would be on your side on this because in the final battle he projects like some crazy 50 caliber like double machine gun <laughs> thing and i i don't think ryan reynolds uh character would know how that works exactly so well right and at the end he does use i mean on my brother's side he decides to vanquish the greatest evil in the universe by punching it with a green fist. <laughs> so he knows how to, uh, how a fist works. Well, and like, yeah. And like when he pulls himself away from the sun, he imagines like two jet engines, two, you know, two, two fighter jets. I mean, he knows like, how fighter jets work. He, he is a pilot. Fighter jets work. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So <clears throat> let me preface by saying I am a fan of Ryan Reynolds as an actor. Yes. Uh, I, I enjoy, pretty much all the movies he's done even the the bad uh you know wolverine origins movie um which i don't think is actually that bad but yeah fan of all that did you watch definitely maybe i think i did actually yes both definitely maybe and proposal are maybe in my top 10 romantic comedies yes i I think he's great in both of those he's like i'm gonna use my word here the canonical rom-com actor <laughs> like the way he acts and his personality is like ideal right and i will say i follow him on social media he's pretty hilarious there too <laughs> so just good saying. to know um van city reynolds on uh, twitter but anyway <laughs> so i i didn't remember a ton of this movie uh, going into it i think i'd only mm-hmm. seen it once before uh but upon rewatching it i will just say i was semi-pleasantly surprised it was i did not think it was as horrible as i expected it to be and aside from now this is going to be a big statement here aside from wonder woman (laughs) might actually be one of the best dc comic movies what say you Thank you for so joining me today. <laughs> it's been great. Thanks. We had a bunch of fun today. So, so did you? So did this you? This will be did, my last. <laughs> this is my this farewell. Thank you. So, so you did? Did you not enjoy this movie at all? No, no. <laughs> okay. No. I uh, know this all movie right. has a couple good things in it. And I like the idea that the ring can make stuff. Right. But other than that, no. You didn't like the uh, training sequence when that big Green Lantern guy was like kicking his butt on that uh, Thor-like bridge? No, sure. That was fine. That was fine. I just don't. mm. Now you got me riled up. Now you've done it. What what is your problem with the movie? Here's the thing. Green Lantern is a—it's an opportunity to be creative. It is a creative um, fighting element. It is you can imagine anything you can imagine. I believe uh, Mister Fishman, the lan- the other Lantern, before Big uh, 
boss hog shows yeah, up yeah right uh says like anything that you can imagine like your imagination is your limiting factor right the right. and instead this movie just goes to like create a fist create a wall create a chain create a sword create a big old hammer create a race car create a <laughs> like now here's the thing if i was to be fair if i was green lantern in the spur of the moment, would I have better ideas? No. But you just be creating this hot dogs movie. And they've had time. This has been developed since 1997. The concept for this movie. So you had but, what? 14 years. But they're playing with the character has only had, you know, days. Okay. But he does get better, right? And at the end, yeah. against Parallax, the world's worst villain in the world. Because he is literally smog. And not <laughs> smog. He is just pollution. He might as He's well like be a, a Captain Planet villain with a head. He's like a mini tendrilled octopus with a skull as a head. He, he's Hydra. Okay. He's just yeah, he's just yeah, kind yeah, of a yeah. dusty, again, particle <laughs> CGI. Like, look, we can make this. And he just he ties himself to rockets with his power. He uses a punching mechanism with his power. Um, is there anything else that he uses to uh, fight him with? I mean, he's got the gun. He's got He uses the, the gun. I mean, sometimes they just and, kind of fire like and energy what, blasts. Steven, what, what gives him the power? What is that green energy? Say it to the world. It's the uh, will. 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 And you know what is <laughs> the exact opposite of willpower? Fear, uh, apparently. Uh, I was going to say eating cake, but yeah, I mean, fear. <laughs> cake makes me explode. I would think yeah. courage is the opposite of fear, but yeah, okay. Right, but that's what this this whole setup is. I mean, part I of this, listen, I don't know. I don't have a lot of comic back knowledge about mm-hmm. these characters, mm-hmm. so I'm sure some comic nerd would, it all makes would sense, explain sure. all this, but yeah. So I'm sure they are somewhat beholden to the comic history. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if it's will as the power is the green power that mm-hmm. powers their rings in the comic books. And then in this movie, they're like, no, 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 it's a bravery. Like I'm sure like every comic nerd would rise with torches and pitchforks and like storm the studios. Right. So, you know, they, I'm sure there's only so much wiggle. I mean, room. the comic book nerds really stood by this movie. Didn't lamb based this movie at all. <laughs> Did, I don't, are you being sarcastic? I don't even know. Yes, sorry, I didn't use my sarcastic voice. Yes, that was sarcastic. So this they, movie so was. Ca- this movie. The comic was people had big problems. <laughs> scoffed, scoffed upon. Uh, okay, all right. Yes. Well, listen. May, maybe I have a rose-colored Ryan Reynolds glasses uh, or something. But uh, <clears throat> did you like you the know. bad guy? Did you like uh, first? Did you like Peter Sarsgaard <laughs> with uh, an ever-inflating forehead? You liked him first of all. <laughs> I was not crazy about him. I felt like you were more of a parallax guy. I feel like the growing forehead was not explained or given a reason to at all. (laughs) You know, it's not like, like parallax's head didn't really grow out of proportion. It was kind of the same shape the whole time. So I don't understand why his head had to grow. And like his face got like more distorted too. It wasn't just his cranium, you know, it was, that was kind of weird, but he was pretty evil. You know, I mean, he killed his own dad. I mean, that's, that's pretty serious. Yeah, yeah, he was a he was a bad dude, and then Parallax is a, a cosmic Par- uh, evil that is hurt by punching it with will. By like, it just seems like an overpowered villain that is finally vanquished by getting sucked into a sun in the most like dumb way possible. <laughs> I do feel like they portrayed him as like an unbeatable foe. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that Ryan Reynolds can kind of solo beat this guy <laughs> because of sheer willpower, I do feel like that's a little inconsistent, we'll say. But he, right. but he was, uh, I, I liked it. I mean, they were really portraying him as like a, uh, you know what? He's like the Fantastic Four uh, world eater, the Silver Surfer. Yes. Enemy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I like that larger than life, like almost impossible thing. You know, for some reason, in my memory, I thought 
all the other Green Lanterns came to help Ryan Reynolds <laughs> once they saw him like standing his ground, but that uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> so, right, and I like how they uh, Sinestro, um, played by Mark Strong, wh- whose name right. like in Latin means sinister or evil, who has what mm. looks like a a devil face. <laughs> <laughs> he really, really does. Is like, well, okay, well, he's not going to be bad at all. And then, like, mid credit scene, they're like, he he builds a ring to fight using fear, and his eyes glow yellow. And it's like, and this will be for the sequel. And then the movie didn't make as much money as it took to make the movie. And they Which said, I was, nope. Yeah. I was pretty upset about that. Like, you can't do an a-, a post credit scene and then. Just leave everybody hanging. But. Right. Uh, rumors are recently, though, that they're going to try to either reboot or start like a Green Lantern Corps movie, potentially with Tom Cruise as the new Hal Jordan. I don't know about that. It's, it's <laughs> he, true. He, he's a or great. It's Ethan a true Hawk, rumor. I don't know. It's just true rumor. It is truly a rumor. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I, I. It was. It was fun. To watch, yes, for me. go on. I didn't have many problems. There were a couple things, like in the scene where a bubblehead guy mm-hmm. was uh, trying to kill that scientist lady, and mm-hmm. she like drops down, and Ron Reynolds like imagines like water, mm-hmm. <laughs> and gets, like a like a cloud of water, and then like flash flushes her down some <laughs> side tunnel. <laughs> like that was a little interesting, um, but. I, li- I didn't bother me too much. I liked his friend, um, Hal Jordan's friend, who is played yeah. by Taika Watiti, who is the director. I don't know if I said his name correctly. He's the director of Thor Ragnarok. Interesting. That is so interesting. he do, goes on to do uh, great things. Um, okay. I, yeah, he was. I'll he say. Was cool. no, I'll say some good. I'll say some good things now because I've said a lot of bad things thus far. <laughs> yes. I believed in. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively kind of liking each other because yep. in real yep. life they started kind of liking each other and now they're married mm. with babies. Oh, are they really? Yeah. I in real know. life. Okay. They, they met each other on this movie, I believe. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So Go I on. thought they were, I thought they had good chemistry together and I like the scene where she's like, how? I obviously, yeah, yeah, I, you yeah. know, like I still recognize you even though your cheekbones are covered. That was that was pretty funny, and also like, you know, a knock on every other like superhero movie where all they have is a skimpy mask. Like that was pretty funny. Anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's rate this thing. All right, let's do it. So I think uh, I went first last time. I think yeah. So what say you on this movie from the <laughs> from zero to five uh, rings? Green Lantern. I give it one ring. To rule them all. Wow. One out of five. This movie, I maybe it has stuck with me because I find it a waste of a movie and a waste of Ryan Reynolds. And it is neither deep and exciting nor fun and exciting to me. And I would love to see more of the Green Lantern Warriors other than uh, Hog Boss and Sinestro. <laughs> and instead, I just got more Hal Jordan and baloney forehead one <laughs> ring <laughs> one ring man man that's low you're not playing around i need you to stick with your guns here i know what you want to do no no well okay so let me think about this i hadn't been doing it to this point but now i need to think you know i gave jumanji i think two and a half the same as League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And you would recommend, the way you're talking about it, you would recommend Green Lantern because it's beneath Wonder Woman as one of the favorite, your favorite DC movies. So my my caveat, I mean, if you enjoy superhero movies, two caveats. If you enjoy superhero movies, one, and two, are not like a hyper comic book historian pedant, then I would recommend this movie. Like, if you're like me, where you just enjoy superhero movies mm-hmm. on a surface level and also don't know a ton of the history and it would bother you if it's inaccurate, like, I think it would be good. So I'm, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to give this a three. All right. Solid three rings. It. I respect it. Um, 
<laughs> I, I I wanted to know why his forehead had to had to enlarge. That was the, that was the one thing that <laughs> out of all the things that bothered you in this movie, that was the one thing that bothered me. Because like I just I just want to know like why does his head have to blow up? Like I don't he's, understand why. He's kind of just. He's just kind of gross. He's just kind of He is, gross. but he plays it well. He plays like a snively little like yeah, the opposite uh, of swarthily. I would that's, say. <laughs> that's right. So we're doing a top 5 Nintendo 64 games. Pause. Um yes. I'm just putting them in order. <laughs> well, let me let me preface this by saying I have six honorable mentions. <laughs> so wowza. All right. Could you also, at some point in time during this podcast, we also should probably say our names and our <laughs> social media stuff. I've been noticing recently, like we never really say who we are. Not that we're. Trying I mean, to, it's, like, in the, build up it's, in sh- it's, it's in the. It's in the show, show notes. notes. <laughs> it's in the show notes every time. Yeah, but people listen to podcasts so they don't have to read. <laughs> <laughs> should, should we just say it now, like totally out of order, and just plug her in? Well, I'm not gonna plug it in. I'm just gonna leave it in. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it right here. My name is Stephen Robles, and you can follow me on social media at Stephen Robles. That's Stephen with a PH. Stephen, as some people pronounce it. You can uh, follow me everywhere. And, Hi, uh, my name is Nate Baranowski. I'm 30 years old. I'm from Metamore, Illinois. Uh-huh. Well, you and can find me on Twitter <laughs> at uh-huh. Nate Baranowski. And Instagram, right? It's the same one. Yes. Yeah, very cohesive good. brand. My honorable mentions are Pokemon Stadium, a game mm-hmm. rented five times, never owned, but a great <laughs> one-on-one game um, where the worst thing you could possibly hear in that game is Diggory Diggs or <laughs> whatever. Zappos flies high in the air, and you just had a an attack that would never hit them. The worst. <laughs> Mario Kart 64 and Diddy Kong Racing, both honorable mentions, both great racing games, and I believe uh, as a kid I would kind of flip back and forth. If I got sick of one, I'd move to the next one, but you could race. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Both of those are solid. And Star Fox 64, a great game, um, which I previously said I know most of the opening intro to. Um, and Andros very scary when he's just a brain and two eyeballs flying around oh for those yeah, that's terrifying star fox 64 terrifying that's terrifying right those are my honorable mentions okay so as as you were saying it is very difficult to try and rate these games so one of the top distinguishing factors that i used in my rating are the amount of hours i remember dedicating mm. to these games because mm-hmm. I feel like that was the the only way I could sanely rate <laughs> this stuff because you know if you try to think of like game quality how meaningful it was to the platform like all that kind of stuff I just don't you're just gonna go crazy and even you while I kept it really that, personal you kept, you kept it really like this is your list this is Steven's list yeah and so I mean, I feel like I have to mention all these because, just because. <laughs> so, You're afraid to leave one out, aren't you? Now, I, I am leaving one out, and I, let me just say it now because I don't want to hear about it. I do not have Mario Kart anywhere in my lists. I recognize it is a very good game, and I did own it, and I played it, but it honestly just was not my favorite, and I did I did not play it a ton, so... You know, I realize that might be a little blasphemous to say. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what's I, I more blasphemous is your New Yorker pronunciation of Mario. Listen, which my no one else in the whole world calls him Mario, but like people who grew up in New York. <sighs> Sorry, Mario. Excuse me, Mario. 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 Mario Kart. Yeah, every time I say Mario, my my wife berates me. But anyway, so I'm going to mention these real quick. You got 1080 snowboarding. Played that for whiles. Uh, you got Wave Race, Pilot Wings, Star Fox 64, of course, Super Mario 64. I'm actually putting it in my honorable mentions. Again, a very important game, and I enjoyed it very much. Played it a lot. I'm keeping it there. Perfect Dark, as mentioned as last week, mm-hmm. the somewhat um, progenitor of uh, GoldenEye. 
or I don't I think progenitor is the wrong word. Whatever the <laughs> whatever I didn't the opposite. Know is. what that meant, so I wasn't going to even say anything. You could have slipped progen- it by me. <laughs> I think progenitor means like originator, and then like there's another word for like what comes after. But anyway, um, lastly, and I would put this as number six if we had a top six instead of a top five. But the Star Wars Shadows of the Empire uh, would be there because mm. it was a very important game played it many hours so those are all my honorable mentions okay so now to the to the important part the top five Go number ahead. five mario 64 mm-hmm. i think it belongs right around i think five six number four five or six is where it belongs it was the first big game that i played it was yep. the intro into I will play this system for many, many hours because mm-hmm. there is just so much gameplay in this game if you truly yep. want to delve into it. If you're just trying to get to Bowser, you can do it. But if you want to really you know, find the star behind the eel that you mm. draw out from the grate, yes. you got to put in some hours. Yes. Yes, <laughs> that is true. So it was It was also, I don't know if you remember this feeling, using that C-pad to turn the camera it was a little unwieldy at first, but right. after a while it became second nature. But I remember Absolutely. playing it for the first time and looking like, showing my parents, look, you can see all the way around Mario. It brought yeah. 3D. It was 3D. I probably exclaimed, it's 3D. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's important. It was an important, very important game. So, so that was my number five. Well, very good. Yes, enjoyed that very much. So my number five, and I I actually forgot about this game until I started looking up lists of uh, top Nintendo sixty four games. But Jet Force Gemini um, was another three D you know player game, space, all kind of stuff. You could play as three different characters. And I, I remember playing that for many hours, and uh, I remember that being a really cool, seemingly revolutionary game at the time. So, do you remember that at all? No, I have never played this game in my life. It, it was pretty cool, and it was again on the level of, you know, Super Mario, Banjo Kazooie, where there's, you know, you can play through the game, but then you can go back and unlock, you know, more areas, and like you can go pretty deep into the game, and it was it was pretty fun. And uh, kind of rode that line of like space and action game, so I, I really enjoyed it. Jet Force Gemini is my number mm. five. Very good. To you. All right, number four for me is Donkey Kong sixty four. I was mm. actually a big fan of the SNES um, Donkey Kong game. Right. Um, I remember the the Donkey Kong Diddy Kong combo but this game kind of increases it i believe it includes Diddy Kong, Lanky Kong, Tiny Kong, Chunky Kong you can <laughs> yeah. i believe you can even turn into a rhino and a swordfish at times or you yes. ride them i don't remember i think you turn into uh, them for this one i think you do yeah um, i think so but that was a the the switching of characters it sort of reminded me of the joy of playing the non-canonically uh, themed but very fun Mario 2 in the original NES. Yeah. And how you could really switch characters to get that floaty princess or the really fast turn-up plucking toad. So you, you're, you're calling Mario 2 non-canonical? It's, it's canonical, but it's such a different flavor from 1 and yeah. 3. True, true. That... Yeah. It had to me. It had more of a a Kirby esque feeling to mm. it. Listen, Kirby for NES, that mm-hmm. was my jam. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, loved mm-hmm. that game. Did you ever play Contra? You know, I didn't. I know everyone mentions that as like one of the main NES games, but no, I played Metroid, but uh, okay, not not Contra. Okay, I didn't play Contra much until college, and my roommate had an NES. So we played a lot of Tecmo Bowl and Contra. Obviously, mm. with the cheat codes to give you many lives because it's impossible to do it with three lives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I digress. 
Yes. That was my number four, Donkey Kong 64. Okay. Well, my number four is Diddy Kong Racing. Because, I again, part of my rating is how many hours I spent on these games. And I recall spending many hours unlocking all the things. And the clock, you know, because once you beat the game and then you do the clock thing and, you know, really trying to best times and all that. I spent a lot of time doing that. And... Controversially, I enjoyed Diddy Kong Racing more than Mario Kart. Mario Kart, excuse mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm putting it uh, as t- as number four. I okay. still remember. I still remember. I can't remember how this how I had this. I don't know if it was a DVD or s- no. I don't know. Somehow I had like this trailer for upcoming Nintendo 64 games. I think this might have came in my Nintendo Power magazine. Uh, I don't know if you ever got those when you were a kid. But yes. yes. Maybe I, got I don't many think I got them, but... <laughs> but right. I remember there was a trailer for Diddy Kong Racing that I watched over and over, and I remember made a big deal about the Rumble Pack, that it was going to utilize that. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I don't know if they, if Star Fox was the first one or Diddy Kong was the first to use the Rumble Pack. I'd have to look at the release dates, but yeah, I, I just I remember really enjoying it. So Diddy Kong okay. Racing. Uh, quick question for you, Diddy Kong Racing question. This might be too deep of a poll. Uh, do you remember what racer you used? I actually pulled up the characters that you could choose from. <laughs> Wait there's like a turtle a t- little tiger banjo is in there is banjo's the bear kazooie's the bird right yeah yeah, yeah kazooie's like the bird a yeah. rooster a beaver a squirrel diddy kong uh Do you remember I your feel player like, choice i feel like i did the squirrel or because oh that's right because you could unlock the clock as a player. Right. And I feel like once I unlocked him, like I was all about the clock. Okay. Um, but I did the squirrel usually, or I think Diddy. Okay. Call. Yeah. I think I was, I think I did a lot of turtle. Uh, I think the, maybe the mouse and the turtle were in the lightweight division. I just know that the, right. The crocodile and did. banjo were a little too heavy for me. Yeah. I never did those. I didn't like having to, I didn't do those. Yeah. Yeah, rather wow. be agile. Yeah. It's amazing that Diddy Kong got his own racing game. A, a side character to Donkey Kong. <laughs> he, he's it's true. I mean, yeah. no, you got Luigi. Luigi got a couple of his own games. Wario got a couple of his own. Oh, it's true. The so. <laughs> Whoa. Looking up some what? of the names of these characters. Bumper, yeah. Conker, yep. Yep. Drumstick, Crunch, Pipsy. <laughs> TT was the clock. Timber. Tip top, whiz pig was a bad guy. Right, right. right. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, so okay, that was my number four. Number three, Super Smash. Yes. Yep. Is I that was all sort you're of. It it has a. I mean, it has a real. It has a real campaign, doesn't it? You have to like fight through people to get to those. Yeah, absolutely. The, the hands. Yeah. Um, you get the hand, but yeah. that was maybe twenty percent of the time I played it and the other 80 percent was was uh playing with my brother i'm a little bit concerned as a as an only child did you just not have someone to play with at your discretion again i had a good friend at this time that we would play many weekends uh games together and honestly i would play with my dad a lot. Like we did Star Fox and Goldeneye. Oh, excellent. Like many, many times. Excellent. So uh That's great. Yeah. Did that. Thanks, Steven's dad. And uh I'm just gonna be real. And my number three is also Super Smash Brothers. Mm. Um I mean again, like calculating the amount of hours played and considering I'm still playing it with my kids. <laughs> You know, of all the games right. still doing that one, that speaks pretty highly, I think, of the replay value of that game so all right yeah that was my number three so you're number two my number two is banjo kazooie oh man <laughs> man that was really like 
I uh, we talked about it last uh, episode, but yeah. just it was I Mario sixty four and Donkey Kong sixty four, but better, more creative, uh, goofy, uh, colorful, exciting. Um, yes. and you could do a little all you could transform uh, a bunch the new of new moves. powers that you learned along yeah. the way. Yeah, I, I watched after you. I watched that video you sent me. I put in the show notes last week. I'll put it again this week. Um, but just watching the the you know screen grabs and the recording of the gameplay, I'm like, mm-hmm. that brings back a lot of great memories. And it, it was also my number two. <laughs> so we actually, <laughs> our three and two is the same. But we it was just, it was, uh, yeah, man, I just, I, I guarantee you we have the same number one too. I'm ninety nine percent sure we do. All right, so what's your number one? My number one. Is Tony Hawk Pro Skate? No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's Quest 64. Oh. oh, I forgot about that. I rented oh, Quest 64 so much. You remember that? I, I I'm pulling it up right now because I don't quite remember what it was like. But the so name. I, so the reason. So yes, it was like one of the first and only role-playing games for the 64 um right and i remember no i definitely own this game because oh my i'm looking at screenshots right now oh i played this one a lot yes (laughs) and this this was one of the reasons why i got a playstation later to get your final fantasy Uh, on yes and like you know this was a very I don't want to say watered down. I don't want to lessen <laughs> Quest sixty four. Oh, it was. But it was like it was a watered down Final Fantasy, and it was a ton of fun. But to be yeah. honest, because I never owned it but only rented it, I had to start anew every time because you know you had like two days to play. Yes. It. So yes, I only got does. I was I probably oh. only played the first twenty you know or the first two hours of it each. That'd time be I miserable. <laughs> That'd be so yeah. miserable. But anyway, so my the, number one for that. real. Is, oh, yeah. is Zelda Ocarina of Time? <sighs> yeah, we are. We disagree. Oh, you know, and I, I didn't even put Zelda anywhere, and that was you that wait was a, a minute. That was a mistake. Zelda didn't make your top five Nintendo sixty four games. So okay, because because we You're routinely gonna put gold, you put gold no, there, aren't you? Yes, uh, but uh, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, because we routinely re-jugger our lists uh, when we get you to better, this point. You better jugger this more than. <laughs> I'm gonna put. I'm watching you right now. I'm gonna put, Ocarina of Time. I'm gonna put it as number four, and I know that sounds low, but again, when you think of like, I'm rating by hours of gameplay. Mm-hmm. I did. I think I did play through the game twice. Mm-hmm. Like I did the I did the entire game twice, mm-hmm. but compared to the amount of hours that I invested in Smash Brothers and the banjos and Golden the Kazooies, <laughs> the Kazooies and the Tooies, I'm gonna put it at number four. I'm gonna knock Diddy Kong Racing to five. I'll put Jet Force Gemini in honorable mentions. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that was a misstep. I totally forgot. Well, I was, this is this was this is what happened last night. Well, I was so okay, crazy. I was so I assumed one. you were. Okay, I forgot that you didn't have Goldeneye in there yet. I had just. You're <laughs> right. I knew both of the. I thought both of them would be in your top five, but but since I hadn't heard Legend of Zelda, I thought, oh well. Right, right. That was that was my mistake. Misstep. No, no, that that was a misstep. I should have put that in in the top five. All right, tell See, me your number one a, officially. <laughs> my number one is Goldeneye. <clears throat> now, two things replayability and the amount of hours I spent multiplayer, I can't, it would be countless, countless times. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even want to know the count that I heard that da 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 Like, I don't even want to know. Probably in the tens of thousands. Like, I don't even, wouldn't even want to know. Um, so the, the hours spent playing that game, I would probably say is the most of any game on 64. But even the solo campaign was really enjoyable playing it through once the story and the levels everything but then going back and i had forgotten you know all the the cheats that you can turn on uh that you earn in the different levels mm-hmm. and i don't remember how well you remember these levels but the facility is where you can get invincibility right as as the an ability and i man i remember probably 
I mean, it took dozens, if not a hundred tries to uh, get invincibility because you had to do it like under two, under two minutes and all this kind of stuff and not using such and such. Anyway, uh, yeah, I just remember enjoying it solo doing the campaign and the many, many hours of multiplayer. So, yeah. Yeah, I never got into the campaign. It did not make my honorable mention because I knew it would be a strong contender for your heart. <laughs> and yes. I just I just didn't play it enough. But I have a trivia question for you here. Yes. Um, there is there's no uh, wrong answer, but I just, just want to see how much you know. So don't have this pulled up at the moment. But I want to okay. ask you, can you name how many GoldenEye characters that you could oh pick. Oh my goodness. Can you name? Top of your head. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have them in front. So you got you got Jaws and Odd Job. I mm-hmm. got those two. And you got you got James Bond. Mm-hmm. You have 006. I don't remember his actual name. I don't know if he's called 006 as a character. You have Natalia something mm-hmm. or other. You have the general I forget his name, uh, but he's in the general outfit. Oromov. Oromov, Oromov yes. You have uh, Boris. Mm-hmm. Um, you have... You're doing the, great. The other Russian guy, I forget his... He, I don't know if he's Russian, but he's uh, he's in a suit. Mishkin. Mishkin, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Yes. You have no idea that name like <laughs> came from like the bottom of my cerebellum. <laughs> like I have no idea how that out. name came out. Mishkin, yes. Because um, I know there were like the many, many like no name characters that you could. Yeah, do. I, I'll after like Ajama stuff. Yeah, there was like the Soviet one, Soviet two. Right. right. Um, but there was. There's another. Was woman. there a, There are two women actually. There, there's other than Natalia. What was it? So there was Natalia, and there was, uh, I want to say Nikolai, but that's not right. Um, oh, all right. She has like red hair, red hair. Doesn't tell you. I don't know. It's black and white. The image I'm looking at right now. Okay. Okay. Go Uh, ahead. Xenia. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have that. Mayday is in there. Right. Valentine. 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 Yes. And that I think that 006 guy was Trevelyan. I believe yes. Sean Bean. Uh, yes, Alexander Trevelyan. That's right. Yep. Uh, and then I've never heard of Baron Samedi, but that was another one listed there. With like yeah, he's one of the hat. older 007 movies. Yeah, he's like a witch doctor or something. Oh, okay. I don't know where I played it. Yeah. Thing. Well done. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let all who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light.